This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about theme park magic without the pixie dust. I am Nathan Hartman, and with me tonight for some spooky entertainment, as my good friend Bender says, hold on to your dookie, it's about to get spooky, uh, we got with us Janine. Hello, Janine. Hello. How are you? Are you feeling spooky? I'm feeling spooky. Always <laughs> spooky. Uh, we also have another apparition with us uh, named Sara, who's supposed to be here and has not shown yet, but who knows? Maybe she'll pop out of the Zoom woodwork and just spook us. We'll see. What a fun, spooky Zoom time. Okay. So right now it's just me and Janine. Uh, everyone else died because it's Halloween. Spooky. Everyone's everyone's gone. Uh, if you If you listen to the podcast, you might die. It's like Final <laughs> Destination and The Ring and all that. So... I mean, also statistically, I mean, one of our listeners has got to have passed away by now. Ew. Anyway, so um, I, I just, I just thought that was, <laughs> the, you know, a little fact. I mean, it's probably, probably true. I don't know. I hope um, not. We'd send I, flowers. They tell maybe, them. maybe our listeners get immortality. I like. Oh, it. they're sucking off of our vibes, <laughs> our life oh, no, force. We love them. Oh, okay. Okay, you're doing your best. <laughs> but to save Janine and I from being the only two on this podcast tonight, uh, maybe Sarah will show, we'll see, is our good friend, friend of the pod, uh, Halloween extraordinaire, Jessica Thompson. Hello, Jessica. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me back. Of course. I'm she, so glad that you're back. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and she's coming in hot um, for this episode because she has love of Halloween things. And honest to God... Because I am now in a different state, and Janine is uh, far too busy to get spooked all the time at spooky places. Um, she's going to be our, our our lady on the ground, or the, our lady in the graveyard, as it were, about all <laughs> things uh, spookiness. So, um, and we're going to do this little section, and we're talking about some Halloween fun, and then Jessica's going to leave us, and we are going to just do the news and whatnot. Um so I don't have like a spooky news uh, thing, like a little music cue. So I'll just say, oh, let's go to the spooky news. Ooh, 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 spooky version. Um, so that. let's talk about Oogie Boogie Bash first. We'll just start there. Jess, I know you didn't get to go to Oogie Boogie Bash because, of course, that is uh, sold out. I don't think anyone gets to go to Oogie Boogie Bash anymore. Um, no. And uh, it's also, of course, for you on the other side of the country, um, yeah. which is also a detriment to good things. But uh, we have for this Oogie Boogie Bash, it's pretty much a lot like the previous uh, Oogie Boogies, except we have, I believe, two new character interactions. Um, we have the villain from uh, Big Hero 6, who I'm trying to remember his name. Yokai. Yokai, when when a movie is not part of your generation, you don't remember anything from it. So, uh, I did see it. Um, and but who gives a crap about him? Because all that really matters is Judge Doom, Judge Doom, Judge Doom. We have from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, of course, 
the great, the the spookiest of all spookies, uh, who terrified generations of children as he should continue to do, and that's Judge Doom. Um, y'all thoughts on this Judge Doom outfit? It's perfect. I love this very Incredible. much. Incredible. I think the cast the the cast member is perfect. Yes. Like he, yeah. He he just yeah. He looks great. Yeah, the energy is so so awesome. I just I love it. I just. Oh, I wish I could see it in person. Yeah. For those who haven't seen it, uh, Judge Doom, uh, of course, the judge from Who Friend Roger Rabbit, uh, does his uh, very infamous dipping of the cartoon shoe. Uh, he talks to people and then he dips the cartoon shoe in a vat of dip, which uh, smokes and boils over uh, while he's dipping the shoe, which is great. Uh, they just added, by the way, I don't know if you guys have seen it. They added a, uh, Acme neon sign behind him inside of the, on the wall there. So I think it's finally finished. Um, but they've got the dip mobile and the Acme sign. And it's just like, like such love for this property in 2023 is like good because I feel like Hollywood studios, uh, you know, this is over California Vitra, of course, but Hollywood studios was very much like. This is going to be Roger Rabbit's park. Um, I mean, he was basically the mascot for the first couple of years. Um, and then, nah, not really anymore. Um, but yeah, this is the highlight for sure of Oogie Boogie. Jess, have you ever been to Oogie Boogie? I've never been to Oogie Boogie, um, but I have been to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. But mm. um, yeah, so never to Oogie Boogie Bash, no. I kind of feel like no one talks about Not-So-Scary. Um, it seems fine, but it seems pretty consistent would that be the case i feel like yes oogie boogie is the one that kind of gets the updates every year and is i don't know as close as disney gets to like doing something different per the holiday um where the consistent but then again when you're raking in disney world money you don't really need to change anything people will come no matter what yeah um, well, that, and a yeah. lot of times the walt disney world's uh vibe is a younger demographic and true yeah, I mean, like, you you also have to see, like, the, they kind of lean into the cuter characters here at, at Disney World versus Disney. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they get, they allow themselves to get a little more, a little spookier over there, which we're all for. Um, yeah, that's about it. I mean, those are the highlights of Oogie Boogie Bash, but I mean, I couldn't say anything I mean, judge, that's just great. I don't, that's, if you were going to name, like, who's the, the number one villain you would want at Oogie Boogie Bash, that's like, I can't think of a better one for me personally. Uh, that's real high on the list. So my only wish is you could buy one of the cartoon shoes. Because um, mm. that would be fun for some home dipping, as it were. Um, <laughs> well, let's move over to things a little closer to uh, the West Coast. And that is, of course, well, it's on the East Coast, but we're going to talk about uh, I, I feel that is a redheaded stepchild compared to us over here at Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, uh, which, of course, Jess, how many times have you been? To Halloween Horror Nights or Hollow Scream? Uh, Halloween Horror Nights. I've been five times. This year? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I said, this is the person to have on. So, to give people sort of a rundown on... Uh, if you haven't seen, I've watched them online, which by the way, I, even when I was living in Florida, I would have just been watching them online cause I'm baby. So, um, you have stranger things this year, uh, returning, you have, uh, the exorcist believer, which I 
don't I believe it's based on the new film or is it just yes it's based on the new film that hasn't come out yet uh the last of us uh Chucky's ultimate kill count uh universal monsters unmask oddfellows twisted origins uh dueling dragons let's see here what else yeti campground kills the darkest deal which I don't think I've known anything about black moon dark offerings and those are the 10 um I would say that from my vibes, people are, have been talking a lot about The Last of Us, um, and I've been hearing some nerd love for Dueling Dragons because of its connection with Universal History a little bit, um, the fact that there's two dragons and they duel. Um, but uh, yeah, Jess, give us the rundown. Just go go uh, for it. Okay, so, so I have a lot of thoughts. Um, number one... Um, I think that the houses uh, are largely fantastic this year. I think, you know, years previous, there's always like a a couple of houses that are kind of duds or kind of look like they're thrown together at the last minute. Um, I do not feel that way about any of the houses this Hmm. year. Uh, I'll be quite honest. Um, Of course, everybody has favorites and, um, you know, there's some that maybe they don't find particularly scary, but I gotta say like the marquee houses are great. Their proprietary houses are great. It is absolutely fantastic overall. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the houses are really amazing this year. I've done all of them. There is not a dud. Um, but that being said, uh, I will say some of the scare zones are lacking this year. Mm. Um, I let me think bring they- those up. Let me bring those up real quick, and we'll we'll talk about what those scare zones are. We have uh, those are just areas that you walk through. Yes, correct. correct. Okay. Um, oh, my link isn't working. Go ahead. You just tell me what the scare zones are. It's not like you don't know, Jess. So there's Vamp 69, which is in the New York area out in front of Mummy. There is Dark Zodiac, which is in the Hollywood area. There is Jungle Doom, which is in the San Francisco area. And I'm not sure what they're calling. There's the the Shipyard one. I'm not sure the exact title. Uh, And then Shipyard 32 Horrors Unhinged. There's that. And then there's um, the one that's at the front that is essentially the um, Dr. Oddfellow one, which Mm -hmm. is a, a mix of all the scare zones. Um, I have to say, so last year, I know Universal had a lot of criticism of the houses, um, that, that there were some that were just like really lacking last year, um, in some people's opinion. So I think they, they almost like overcorrected and they took resources away from the scare zones. There's, I would say two to three very solid scare zones and the other two look like they just kind of threw them together Mm. um the shipyard being one and then the dr Oddfellows one being the other um dark zodiac i really enjoy the masks and costumes are absolutely phenomenal if you can see that street in particular with um like during daylight before Mm -hmm. it it gets dark i really suggest that vam 69 is like living in a very spooky Woodstock, like (laughs) not only are there characters, but like there's performers that are just dancing and vibing, which I'm, (laughs) I love it. Yeah. 
Yes. And then Jungle Doom was amazing. I, I feel like that San Francisco area lends itself really, really well to scare zones because it's already kind of like its own little capsule. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like every year, whatever they put in there always kind of is like its own little world. Interesting. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Nightmare Fuel is fantastic again this year. Um, in my opinion, the music selections are the best. I've seen all of the iterations, and this is my favorite by far. Cool. Um, there's a where is the there's a, a new fan favorite, uh, Lady Bat. If I if I am getting it right, yes, I love her so much. Tell and me the, about this Lady Bat character. She's in Shipyard. She is a stilt performer. Uh, it is quite literally what it sounds like. It is a silk costume. She has wings <laughs> and literally a bat mask. She looks like, you know, an adorable puppy with wings, which is what I think bats are. <laughs> it's true. Um, and she is on stilts and she has like gained this cult following, which is amazing because the first night of Halloween Horror Nights, she wasn't even on stilts because it was raining. <laughs> and it was amazing to see it when she was not on stilts and see the costume up close, like even closer. It was so cool. That's awesome. What's her? What? There's a name for her. I, I, what is everyone calling her? Bat I have no something, idea. Bat, bat something. There's like they've given her like a normal name. I can't remember it off the top of my head, which is frustrating me because it's totally Bat-tilda? a meme name. Something I don't like know. Bat-tilda I stay off the something. internet a lot. <laughs> That's probably wise. But uh, yeah, I'm sure if you've been around. Uh, horror nights twitter you've probably seen uh this character which is pretty cool so let's talk about the houses where uh for you you liked all of them but what are the standouts personally so okay so i'm probably not gonna have the most popular opinion but i think that the best house is a tie between two and it depends on if you want the most creative or the scariest Mm. the most truly scary and i'll explain why So my first one of those two is Dr. Oddfellows. And I say that because I am somebody who's been going to this event. I performed at this event. Um, So I've been going pretty much every year since 2010. Um, And I can tell you, I've been in more houses than I can count. And I could not find the boo holes before I happened upon them. Mm. For those of you who don't know what that is, they are the areas where performers are staged, where there are uh, scares. So either they'll have a lighting effect or a sound effect that the performer hits and then goes to their mark or performs their scare. Um, I have to say that the way this house is set up, it is impossible to see them coming. And that made it actually scary. I actually got jump scared in every single room and that never Mm -hmm. happened. Okay, so that's the scariest. Yes. Also, if you are afraid of clowns, that is your nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, totally. Yeah, that makes sense. The other one that I think is the scariest, and I'll give you uh, reasons, is The Exorcist. The reason for that is that it is a whole other level of immersion. So, mm. for example, there is a... um 
question. Can I swear on this podcast? Yes, yeah, I you guess. can swear as much as you want. I'm just checking. I'm checking. Yeah. I've done some where they're like, please don't. Um, <laughs> That's our whole shtick here. <laughs> um, no. So essentially, um, where you walk into this room and the character has written mother on the wall in shit. And they wow. have pumped a shit smell into no. that. Oh, my God. So if you are squeamish about vomit yeah. or feces or that smell, do not go in that house. But it, the immersion, like you, fe- you, you are interacting with that surroundings. Like I've never been in a house like that where it's had that level of commitment to what's like happening. Visceral- Where do they get the smell from? Like, hi, sense direct. I need 500 gallons of shit fragrance. <laughs> I have no idea, but Universal, if anybody's going to figure it out, it's Universal Creative. Yeah. Universal Creative, known for our little girl poo smell. <laughs> what we do here, the little girl poo smell. Um, yeah, I mean that's wow, that's something. Um, so so let's I talk- think those are the two yeah. scariest. I will mm-hmm. say of the marquee houses, um, I've never watched Stranger Things, which I know is weird for me being the way that I am. Um, but <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think the Vecna costumes are absolutely phenomenal, and you do get to see them up close with decent lighting. So that is really cool. I wouldn't say that that house is necessarily scary. Sure. Um, but do you I did feel enjoy like, it. Do you feel like kind of those prime ones that like they have a story that everyone knows because of that, they're sort of forced into being more narrative than atmospheric. Does that tend to be the case? I would say that that's probably true, but I think that they're more worried about disappointing fans of the show. Oh, sure. Than just delivering an experience that, everybody can enjoy so i'm gonna get to that so the last of us is a fantastic house however if you don't know the video game it a lot of it will probably be lost on you Mm. um i won't get into too much because i i don't want to spoil it specifically because there are some fun scares there um but i will say that like a lot of the details do get lost if you're not familiar um Mm -hmm. with the video game and its premise um let's talk about monsters unmask a little bit uh i love i love universal monsters very very much um i really liked from what i saw of this house i really liked it i liked the overall vibe um what's it like running through it i loved it as well honestly um it has a lot of my favorite characters i love the phantom of the opera i love the invisible man i love dr jekyll and mr hyde this was my critique of the monster's house last year. It's very difficult to get the story. Mm. It's kind of mixed in that you're seeing a lot of the same character. You're not seeing equal amounts of each one. Mm -hmm. So that was my complaint last year. Last year, it was very mummy heavy instead of having equal representation with Dracula and the Wolfman. Um, Last year, a lot of people complained that there were only like one or two Dracula performers in the entire house at any given set, which um, I kind of felt the same way about it. Again, love all the characters they created. The invisible man costume is absolutely phenomenal. I never thought you could make a performer's head look invisible, but they did it. Yeah. It's the, it's the sort of the 
not the black, I mean, it's kind of like a black light room, but it's, yeah, yeah it's the, the concept. I don't mind ruining this because it's, it's fairly obvious once you start thinking about it, but yeah, it's like wrapping on top of a black mask, but you're in a totally black atmosphere. And so right. the, the white pops, but the black doesn't. And so it, it truly does really like I, for me, this was my favorite effect uh, of this house for sure. And I, and it must look good up front because it, it's really cool. Well, and the performer, uh, the one in the room you're talking about, they get pretty close. Like you're, you're right on that performer. It's not like they're kind of far away, mm-hmm. um, which you would think they would kind of do to make sure that the effect like keeps its integrity, but you, even up close, it works. Wow. Uh, I do have an issue with the Hunchback of Notre Dame being in this. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know something? I've been through that house and I did not see him really. Interesting. I think I may have just missed the scares, but he is largely not represented. I'll be honest. Well, he's always been a weird ad. I mean, I guess it's Lon Chaney is the reason more than anything else, but he's not at all a monster. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think he's one of those like universal classic characters and universal loves kind of throwing back to its roots. And I think that's mostly where it comes from yeah pretty much for sure um yeah if it was just like a hunchback house it would be like actually kind of sad you just leave kind of <laughs> depressed be like oh he died as a skeleton holding her that's if you know the story um well, what, a, what a depressing house um any other if, like thoughts on halloween horror nights that pop in your head jess yeah i mean i have to say i <laughs> I've never seen a performer cheered on more than when they were doing the cast change out for the Yeti house and Mm. the bear walked through. There's a bear in that house in addition to the Yetis, but there is a bear. And let me tell you, not only was everybody cheering for the bear as they switch casts, I walked through this house, saw the bear coming in. I saw the performer in the boo hole and he still got me. Wow. Still got me. I absolutely loved it. That was my favorite part of that house. But it is something that people really haven't been talking about. But he is an unsung hero of that house and of Halloween Horror Nights for sure. Cool. The icon of Dr. Oddfellow, like as a character, absolutely love that character. The performers um, who are portraying that character absolutely nail it. Um it's it's classic it's on par with jack the clown like that same energy and there are actual um easter eggs when you're in the queue when you're entering into the dr oddfellow's house um there's wanted posters Mm. for um the real life character names of jack and chance uh on your way into that house which is a nice little easter egg that is cool um, we, I think we might have talked about it a little bit on the show. I cannot remember. We've been back and forth because of D23, but, uh, do you have any thoughts about the tribute store? Cause it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous store. Um, especially the, the kind of noir black and white area. I really, I really appreciated what they did. For those who don't know, the tribute store this year is basically a, uh, is it three, three or four specific comic book stories, four comic book stories. Um, and the, they actually made a book. So there's an actual comic book that you can purchase. Um, but each of those four sort of motifs are represented in the store. What'd you see? I'm sure you've went through it. 
Oh, many times. And, and actually, if you um, weren't aware, um, they allude to the Schuster brothers, which is actually um, in, in the New York area of the park anyway. So if you are familiar with universal history, there's a lot of Easter eggs in that tribute store. As far as the merch and the tribute store itself, I walk through there every time that I am there and I see something different. Um, they have uh, tributes and Easter eggs to houses from last year, um, Earl the Squirrel. Like they, they have a, a comic book out in front of the store that is an, has an Exterminex ad, which is from the Bug House last year, Bugs Eaten Alive, which was one of my favorite houses. Um, so those are fun little things to discover. Um, I really enjoy the tribute store mostly because um i think it is amazing when you're walking through an atmosphere and everybody you're around is all looking around and enjoying the space mm-hmm. so aside from it being a retail space every single section and every single area of every section has a purpose and it's really fun to kind of discover that yeah absolutely I love the tribute store. It's yeah. always so fun. And I it's have to say so the merch is fantastic. Yes. That if there's ever a place that's going to get me, it's, it's going to be the tribute store. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to tell you about the money I spent in the Jurassic park one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if there was going to be a place you would lose your money, just, I think my brother there. flew down specifically to be able to go to the Jurassic park tribute. I mean, store. I have daddy Goldblum tattooed. Aww. on my. Yeah. No, you're like a full sleeve almost at this point of, of Jurassic. Um, yeah. Park. I'm almost done. I got one more appointment left. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got, I've DNA. got a Wayne Knight. Oh, right there. there you go. <laughs> okay. So that sort of wraps up universal overall. Uh, but there's plenty of other fun to happen at Orlando. Um, Jess, you went to Hollow Scream, right? Uh, over at, I believe that's SeaWorld? Yes, I went to Hollow Scream. I went, uh, I was fortunate enough to be invited to their um, their media night um, over there. And it was absolutely amazing. It is a whole other level from Halloween mm. Horror Nights. If Halloween Horror Nights is tame for you, Hollow Scream is where it's at. Wow. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Let me that. explain the difference. So at Halloween Horror Nights, the characters, they will jump out and then they will walk it away. It's a scare tactic known as boo and skidoo. <laughs> That's cute. They don't do that at Hollow Scream. They will chase you. Um, for example, they have a whole street of just clowns that are all punked out. They all have these special gloves on. They have knee pads and they have covers on their shoes so they will run at you they will fall to their knees and scrape their hand on the floor and sparks will fly at you (laughs) oh i've been to the one at bush gardens and i remember seeing a lot of that like they like a cat that's trying to hit the brakes on the tile like they just right at you Hmm. it is way more intense the park is darker so um it's much more difficult to see the performers until they're like on you. Mm. Um, And it was very funny going there. I'm not going to share this person's name, but uh, for those of you who don't know uh, on the internets, I am a dance teacher. I've been teaching for many years and I was at hollow scream walking through um, the, 
the the blood light district which is a exactly what it sounds like it's a vampire themed red light district you're walking through and you're seeing essentially female vampires in a burlesque style window display and one of the um performers she opened the curtains and i noticed right away that it was one of my <laughs> former dance students and i could stop i was like <laughs> and she's like mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> i yeah it was ap- yeah for those who because it's a podcast uh just has a very 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 lovely eight month eight month right five not five. even five 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 month year old what kind of dog she's an australian shepherd yeah she's a, a sweet beautiful girly who only wants her? I, we are taking time away from mommy, and it's a problem. Yeah, she's, she's chewing on my hand. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, she opened the curtain, and I saw her. Could not believe I was seeing her. I haven't seen her in years. I used to teach her when she was in middle school and high school. Wow, <laughs> and she's like a full adult. Yeah. I have several <laughs> students who perform at uh universal and at sea world um as dancers you know that i've taught over the years but that was a nice little surprise of the evening <laughs> um but i will say where hollow scream kind of shines and i wish that halloween horror nights um was better this year is the food mm. the wow. food offerings at hollow scream are I tried almost every food item. They had it available for for members of the media. I was very fortunate to be able to try a lot of the, they have adult Capri Suns that are just for hollow scream. They have four <laughs> flavors. Um, and then they had a lot of food items and I tried almost everything. And the food is so amazing. I that is wild to hear from that property because yeah. my experience <laughs> with I've, I haven't been to SeaWorld since I was a small child, but Bush Gardens. It, the reason I stopped going was like I there's nothing for me to eat here. SeaWorld has knocked it out of the park with their food offerings in recent years. Mm-hmm. I would say over the last three years they've really turned it up a notch. Um. I will say that their seasonal food offerings are on a different level from their regular ones. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. That's cool. I ate something called a zombie taco that included pork belly and hot Cheeto dust. (laughs) Wow. Sounds good to me. It was fantastic. And I also had fried mac and cheese, which I had never had before. Man. Wow. You haven't lived. (laughs) <laughs> with, with spicy pico de gallo on it oh wow <clears throat> i'm telling you people are sleeping on the food at SeaWorld events apparently worth checking out worth checking yes, out yes absolutely so that's those are my main thoughts on hollow screams much smaller have, event than i was just Nights. about to ask do they have as many houses and things like that or no no it's much much smaller than halloween horror nights i think there's only five houses um losing count between both events i'm kind of oh yeah it's a swirl (laughs) but um yeah i think there's only five houses and i think the same amount of scare zones much smaller event but i will say that sea world tends to have more rides open Mm. than uh, universal does um i had one other question 
I noticed I haven't been to Halloween Horror Nights since I was like maybe 13, if I've ever even been. I might be making that up. Um, but watching videos, the set design in the houses is incredible. Um, was SeaWorld's, were they on that level or? I would not say it's the same production value, but I will say that they do turn up the actual scariness. They're better with creating a scary environment versus creating an artistic display. Okay. Mm, okay. And they use the, I mean, I could be wrong about this, but they utilize uh, some of the aesthetics of the area, right? Like beneath the ice is in the, the ice area, right? In wild Arctic, if I'm remembering correctly, or at least that area. They actually do not use that area this year. Um, okay. But, <clears throat> no, they don't use that area this year. But it goes over to uh, right up on Manta, actually. So oh, okay. it's really close. The first year they had Hollow Scream, it didn't go past Mako. It was just on that side of the park. But now they've they've expanded it every. This is the only only the third year that it's been at SeaWorld mm-hmm. Orlando. So um, it's gotten bigger every year. They do still have their child friendly event spooktacular uh which which occurs during regular park hours um but and they still try to leave some of the park open for those those families sure. later in the evening sure well cool i'm glad to hear that they're sort of making a, a a real go of it over there for sure did you go to tampa bays as well over at cedar or or at um oh, whatchamacallit not sea world uh Bush gardens or... I have not been there, but I have been uh, recently going to a lot of local haunts. I have this weekend coming up with Sir Henry's Haunted Trail in Plant City. Uh, Petrified Forest is a favorite of mine. Um, there's a there's a whole list of them. I, I try to go to those just as much as I go to sure. some of the others. It's a little bit harder. Um, those events are, you know... A, shorter hours it's a little more difficult to get to them there's sometimes in remote areas but um i definitely try to spread the love to some local haunts as well yeah of course um well jess i know it's getting late for you you've had a long day you're ill uh and we're so happy you took the time to pop by and give us the old halloween rundown um if people want to follow all your i'm sure you've done some media in the parks and whatnot where can they find you you can find me at Tremaine Talk on TikTok or at Tremaine Talk Jessica on Instagram. Those are my main ones. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Jess. I appreciate you joining us. Great to thank see you Thank you again. so much. Thank you for having me. Hopefully I can come back next Halloween. <laughs> Maybe we'll Yeah, we'll have you on before then. That. <laughs> yeah. Don't just be our Halloween correspondent. Be, be more than that. We'll have you on sooner than that. Good talk yeah, to you. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Take care. Hello. Hi, Janine. It's a you and me podcast. It's us. Just can you believe it? Just two of us. Just two of us. We, we can, can make it if make we try. It if we try. Yeah. So let's yeah. go to the news. Yeah. Okay. So we have a couple. Uh, it's kind of a light. We, we kind of landed on Halloween as being tonight's main topic, but there's some stuff to talk about for sure. Um, let's begin with. A loose bear over it. You said bygin, and it is uh, by Awareness Day as we're recording, or maybe even week. I saw something recently, so just wanted to. 
there you go throw that well, out there happy bi awareness happy bi awareness period of time i can't remember what it is yes. to our y'all special yeah. all the time um but let's talk about the wonderful <laughs> black bear yeah who has <laughs> who shut down for those who don't know uh at this point uh a couple days ago uh Half of the Magic Kingdom was shut down in the early morning before the park opened and didn't open till later in the day. And and the reason no one really knew why this would have been um, pretty much all of Frontierland. Um, and a was bit of Adventureland. All, yeah, all of Adventureland because yeah. it's all connected Yeah, all the way up through Big Thunder. So that whole kind of circle, like Big Thunder to Haunted Mansion and then back around. So um, the reason being is that a little old black bear uh just sort of sauntered like into the woods a little lady uh not anywhere near anything this would have been i think even north of the island yeah it was was, like definitely behind the scenes i think was it behind there's like it like like almost tom sawyer's island in the back that way like even farther from what i've seen it was like north 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 of uh it's a small world like it was way oh wow so she was already on her way out yeah i don't i'm she was just chilling well she was in a tree just being sweet poor gal Um, and uh well you just can't be a black bear that shows up to the world's most visited theme park so yeah they they got the they, uh, you know, they got the wildlife. Um, I'm trying to think what the exact fish group and wildlife was. group. I think it was fish and wildlife. Um, but uh, they tranked the bear, and and the bear took a little nap, and they took the bear out and and hauled it on over to the Ocala National Forest and and let it out that evening. So um, the bear is just fine, but it was just so cute that a bear uh, took over for That's like so a cute. <laughs> um and you know as i said or said on twitter like disney's not going to be smart enough to take the advantage here to promote uh, uh you know saying hey you know people are already auditioning for the new country bear jamboree like like coming up soon yada 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 like they universal made a joke but of course disney just no nothing. It, it didn't that sort of thing has to be planned and vetted and um yeah workshopped yeah. and focus grouped and yeah, and 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 sucked every bit of life out of it before yeah. you can do anything with it. For yeah, sure. yep. Um, which is a total shame. But I that's it was just I think everyone was very happy uh, about this. It was uh, kind of like a fun, like yay, who can be mad at this? Yeah, like it's just like <laughs> oh, she's getting into some, you know, I forgot the word. I don't know what the word just is. Just a mischief. Hijinks. That's yeah. The word. She just she was just doing her own thing. She wasn't yeah. even bothering anybody. I yeah. say. Put her back. I say, just let her be. <laughs> I I'm inclined to agree. Yeah. I want. I want to. Who's afraid of a black bear? You know. I mean, I've seen crocodiles, small ones, but I've seen. Uh, well, not crocodiles. Lord, gators. I've seen I, gators. I was about to say. Yeah. Hold on. We got a whole big bigger problem if there's crocodiles. Yeah. Um, no, I've seen a couple small gators in the you know that that uh, lake surrounding. I have as well. Yeah, and as that's well. pretty normal. Yeah, um, I saw one eating a Dorito actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know classic food yeah. for gators um very uh, a florida gator if there ever was one um so you know there's some wildlife i'm sure they get big enough they, they take care of them but um yeah 
So wonderful black bear. Um, speaking of things that people uh, don't like and are not for, uh, Jimmy Fallon over Universal. We're moving right. See, that's it. That's all the Disney World news there is. Um, Disney or Universal. Uh, Jimmy Fallon has uh, recently Rolling Stone released a large kind of expose on working for Jimmy Fallon, which guess what? Uh, it's pretty much Ellen. It seems to be like it does seem to be like Ellen all over again. Yeah. Um, this is not news if you follow enough people uh, and you know enough about the industry. Um, he has had a bit of a reputation for years uh, as sort of being chaotic. The Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a dick. I mean, what, um, excuse me, what people have been saying is, is that he just has a really short fuse that uh, he's changed. They've the show changed like producers a ton. Um, they have, there's good Jimmy days and bad Jimmy days. And you don't want to be around Jimmy when he's having a bad Jimmy day. Uh, there has been accusations of drunkenness on his part and alcoholism before, um, for years, to be honest. Um, I remember 17, I think is. Yeah. I remember, you know, pretty far back. And, um, I remember when race through New York first came out, I think the phrase I said was the hard part about a ride like this is it's centered on a person. Um, not even the, the show you can't like, you can't switch hosts on the tonight show and still have the ride because all the characters in the ride are, you know, it's funny that you say that because I was like, huh, has there ever been another ride that just centered on a person? Ellen's energy adventure. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Which, which, uh, you know, require that kind of personality to maybe so you have to, um, you know, be good at moving crowds through a, a, a building, I guess. Um, who knows? But uh, the weird thing about Ellen, at least, is like even when she had the when she got the the part, she wasn't super, super famous. This yeah. was like before her show and everything. And I don't know the timeline for when she came out and when her show was canceled and when this happened. But I think she was still in the middle of her Ellen sitcom at the time. I don't even know if she had came out at that point. Um, so like, yeah, people knew her, but it was a, it was a much smaller thing. I feel like this was Jimmy Fallon's ride for Jimmy Fallon. And like, yeah. it's, it's, it is very specific. Um, and yeah, I remember at the time thinking like, you know, what happens if you have a ride? Like, I don't know, uh, uh, fun times on the carousel of progress with Bill Cosby. Like immediately you have to shut down that ride. Like, yeah, it's, it's not possible. Um, so the, the, of course the accusations here aren't that level at all. Just to be clear, this is mostly just being a dick to people and being bad at, you know, staff crying themselves to sleep every night. Yeah. Yeah. It's toxic work environment, awfulness, um, which is an absolute shame because a lot of these hosts are really, really good with their, like they're known for being good, uh, for their crews like Colbert and, and, and Kimmel. Um, I don't know. Uh, We bring this up only because uh, if Fallon is no longer popular, if Fallon goes down the tube, as it were, uh, what's going to happen with Race Through New New York? I I won't miss it. Janine, how about you? I know two young boys who would be pretty upset. Um, But other than that, I don't think anyone would miss it. Um, (laughs) I really don't. I don't know what goes in. We we need Dave. We need his vision. Yeah. Yeah. 
for that sort of thing, he would know the ins and outs of the space and what it's equipped for, what it could handle, what it can't. Um, I mean, Universal could definitely use more uh, rides that are good for people who are not super great about thrill rides, I think. I think that's... Yeah. I mean, it's a a sit-down ride. Yeah. So replacing it with a a like ride would be good, but I, I couldn't imagine, begin to imagine what they start doing with it no me either i mean you it was of course hmm. a beetlejuice ride i would like a beetlejuice okay okay i would like a beetlejuice thing okay i think like you go to the graveyard or something and there's worms Mm -hmm. that's yeah you could do something like that beetlejuice is like getting pretty popular yeah now and there's sequel coming out so yeah i mean i I mean, right now they're not filming, of course, but the sequel's on the way. Um, yeah, that's not a terrible idea. I don't know if Universal has Beetlejuice rights or if they've only ever... They had the, the Beetlejuice, re- like... Right, of course. Graveyard I just don't, review, I don't, know, I don't know if they have the rest. You would think that you would see more of it if they did. Yeah. Well, he's out and about. I think Universal must if I can't remember who made Beetlejuice. I can't remember who is the uh the production company behind beetlejuice it must be uh let me see Sorry, it's I'm warner typing. brothers warner brothers distributed it uh um, oh wow so let's see here distributed by warner brothers yeah it's a geffen company production so i mean this kind of makes sense because uh warner brothers has a very good relationship with universal that's why they have harry potter mm. um so this is a long-standing thing. They could they could work that out. If you can get Harry Potter from Warner Brothers for a theme park, you can definitely get Beetlejuice. I like that yeah. idea. I don't know how it fits with this, that spot necessarily, but who cares? Um, I mean, they had the graveyard review, so that was just like it, that was in that area, kind of. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Kind of. Um, but... I mean, it's weird. It's like we went from Twister, which wasn't very good, to Fallon, which isn't very good. Like that spot's cursed. It hasn't been good since Ghostbusters. So I never saw a Ghostbusters thing there. It's always been Twister to me. Or... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the finger of God as, as uh, Bill Paxton uh, once oh. in that beautiful ride. Um, but anyway, so there you go. We Hopefully maybe a Beetlejuice thing, but uh, keep an eye on that. Never know what Fallon's up to. Um, let's move over to film and TV. Uh, Byron Allen has apparently offered Disney. Who's 10- that? billion dollars this is a very good question ceo of some studio yeah who the hell is byron allen people say uh he's the ceo of entertainment studios uh he was a comedian um who like i'd like to say i understand how he's made his money but i honestly don't the one thing Uh, i keep 10 billion is a that's a big number for a guy that we're like who's that yeah 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 that's a big number for a guy like that and a lot of it does seem to be that he has made some TV shows that basically you can play for free, but he gets a percentage of the ad revenue and gets to add commercials. Like he has like a connection with the commercial industry. So he gets basically more money. You don't have to pay him upfront, but he'll make more money on the back end for his oh, TV okay. shows. Um, but they seem to be uh, African-American oriented TV shows. I've not heard about them, but they're, they're what we call syndication shows, which means they just immediately can go anywhere. They're not connected with a specific network. 
um, so they could play on multiple channels. Um, but uh, he had put in a bid for BET. He's wanted to own some stuff for a long time. I think he has a ton of local stations already. But yeah, he offered $10 billion, uh, apparently for ABC, FX, National Geographic, and, and other local stations that Disney owns. You know what? Fine. Give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> a court, like Bob Iger was like, mm, ABC may not be core. <laughs> Yeah, to the Walt yeah. Disney Company. Was, Not for ten yeah. billion, um, for sure. Uh, and honestly, like I think it's a good call. I think it's interesting that Iger came in with ABC, and he might be the one who takes it out, basically. Mm. Um, and it is strange to have some company like Disney not have a channel in that way. Um, but there's always Disney Plus that they don't need an FCC license for Disney Plus. It, it's a totally different realm. Um, and honestly, a, like they probably would do better business if they could show their stuff on other networks and not. And they do. I mean, there are shows that you don't consider Disney shows that they make through Disney that are on different channels. I mean, It's Always Sunny is technically a Disney show, which is super funny. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, all that Fox stuff. So. Um, I imagine even if he were to buy the Net Geographic channel, um, maybe I don't know if that includes all of National Geographic or if he just wants the channel itself. I think it's just the channel. Um, so interesting. We'll see what happens. Uh, I I like the idea of someone who I don't know to be a greedy asshole uh, giving Disney ten million, but. I could be proven wrong. <laughs> I just don't know anything about Byron Allen. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in better news, uh, Marvel Studios VFX workers are have unanimously voted to unionize with the IATSE, which is the Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees. Good for which them. Which is pretty cool. I've, yeah. I've heard horror stories about Marvel, the treatment of Marvel VX, VFX uh, artists um yeah. just deadlines being set that are untenable that require inhuman hours yeah um, and then it's released and shit. it still looks like dog shit and yeah. and everyone makes fun of it because it looks like dog shit and then yeah. like what was the point of all those hours yeah um i mean i've heard that several times where people will be like oh this just looks so much better i wonder why and it's like well because we had the time to work on it you know, it's not, it's not a pipeline operation. Um, you know, you look at stuff from like Weta and, and companies like that who, you know, they, they're not taking on a thousand projects from, but even ILM, like they, um, there are these companies that can kind of manage it better, but you have, uh, in, in Marvel's VFX people, you have the, and, and to be clear, uh, Marvel's VFX people are only an aspect of the VFX people working on Disney on these Marvel Disney stuff. Like there are multiple VFX houses doing multiple shots in, in, in one movie. Um, but you know, these people are taking the core and they're not being represented well because they, the boss is the company making the movie, which means they don't have a lot of leverage. I just want to say something. I'm reading um, an article on their unionizing and it just says, uh, Sarah Kazuko Chow, VFX coordinator at Marvel, said, I grew up dreaming of working on Marvel films. And that just shook me to my core. <laughs> yeah, you're that old. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, isn't that fun? I mean, Fuck. technically, Spider-Man was before Iron Man, though, too. Spider-Man was 2008. 
uh or i'm sorry iron man was 2008 the first spider-man movie was let's see here i don't even remember 2002 yeah but oh that's right I, that's not gonna you're not gonna see spider-man and be like they're in 2002 and then grow up being like wow i'm sure they're gonna start making yeah. dozens of these that hopefully yeah. i can do vfx for like <laughs> yeah that's true are we at a point where people from 2008 could be uh coordinators coordinators of, of like highly tech oh god is that true is that possible 2008 i don't know 18 19 20 that's like 15 years ago they're not old enough well they'd have to be 10 if they were 10 when iron man came out and then they like fell in love with it and they went to school yeah 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 they could easily be 25 uh and working at oh cool that sounds great <laughs> oh man how you feeling now <laughs> oh yeah uh, let's all let's right you, sorry that's let's, just that let's just... get you out of your existential dread <laughs> uh as soon as we can uh and we can do that of course by uh, that's all the news by the way that's it for normal news because we knew we we're gonna have lots of halloween stuff as i said but don't worry we've got other stuff to talk about um Let's start with uh, Swoosh Mountain. Can you feel the love okay, so. All right. So, okay. It looks like I just clicked on this link and someone has taken down the thread. Yeah. Uh, which I, I think is really same. funny. Yeah. Um, but. It's already been posted <laughs> on it's out there. Thread Reader. Um, I'm not going to go into tons of detail here, uh, but uh, this and this is not Disney news. This is mostly Hershey Park, it seems, and Six Flags Great Adventure. Um, but it seems like uh, this person on Twitter um, has. Uh, I'm not going to even tell, I don't want to give anybody any credit for anything because it's this, you know, whatever, but they are calling somebody out and saying that a very certain person, uh, and they give her full name, which I think is crazy. Um, and pictures. I think that's just like the super pictures looked like they were from MySpace. Yeah, they look super old. This all could be fake, but if it's all fake, it is the most elaborate, like Twitter joke I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's super elaborate, if that's it's the case. It's terrifying, honestly. So what we're talking about here is this person accuses uh, another Twitter user uh, who has their uh, a private Twitter that they talk about. Uh, and the, basically what they do is uh, they like to go to theme parks and they get their rocks off uh, by uh, – and they are of uh, female uh, disposition – um, I don't know if that's the right term, disposition, but I'll go with it. Um, <laughs> in the sense that they they seem to have a vagina. Let's put it like that. And so the roller coaster uh, uh, vibrations seem to have uh, uh, been good for this person. Let's put it like that. And so they like to get funky while riding uh, roller coasters seems to be the case. Um, and uh, not only that, not just riding on the coasters, but apparently this person would also like go into allegedly 
uh, like service areas and places that they are not supposed to be in order to engage in this activity. Yeah, to uh, rub up on such roller coasters. Yes, uh, and apparently who... she favors per- like particular companies coasters like i think he said that she likes rocky mountain construction i think is what he said (laughs) i don't have the tweets in front of me but um they were talking about rocky mountain construction being better for her than intamin um oh that's good (laughs) very funny to me because you would think you could get a little intimate with intamin but uh she likes uh wicked cyclone seems to be the coaster of choice um for getting her rocks off um who made that huh uh, i don't know that. who made I, I don't know uh it could be i mean i who knows i it's really hard to yeah. talk about this in the sense that it's very weird um so uh yeah apparently they've been kicked out of parks before they've went uh without undergarments before uh gnarly yeah let's just say uh every roller coaster ends with a splash if you know what i mean um and uh apparently they go to ace hardware and pick up metal that is reminiscent uh to uh also get their jollies off whatever what the fuck yeah so these were the accusations that were made about this person and they have like victoria sent this to the group chat that like yeah. first thing this first morning to this and was yeah. like this is too much for me yeah yeah this it is, is what much. my eyes i did not get to look at over at my wife i did not see my cats <laughs> I, I did not like enjoy the fact that I heard the birds out the window. I was immediately hearing about coaster fucking and uh, it was, it was something else. But what I think is really funny is this person's like super mad at this other person for, for to the point that they bust out the R word and say oh that this person God. is raping coasters, which um, uh, that's not, that's, I don't think that's, nope possible no, that's not, not how that works thing. that's not a thing um i should also it's mention that the person that is, appropriate but yeah the person that is um accusing makes it very clear that they don't want to fuck roller coasters um they don't have that interest they don't want to do that they just have a crush on the original character they've drawn of a roller coaster but in in human form so that's fine but but none of this coaster fucking so um yeah but according i mean as of they got a lot of attention for this as they thought it's one of those things that i think they thought they were going to like make a splash and get this person in trouble then everyone's like y'all freaks and i don't think it worked the way they thought it was going to work um but yeah so i guess what we're just here to say um you know wipe down that seat before you sit down on your next roller coaster because you never know you never oh know. my god like there's like a, a screenshot of someone telling this person on the phone i asked her if she really had sex with sky rush and she said she rubbed her bare vag on his seat but couldn't do much because his restraint was too tight <sighs> and to this person's credit they said gonna block her in every way yeah, yeah. um yeah. I wish everyone could see the face Janine is making because it, it feels like she's just finally put all this information together. 
I've been um, ignoring it, honestly. Yeah. Um, and you thought because... the Halloween stuff was going to be the spookiest, most terrifying stuff of this episode. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my God. No, no. So, there you go. Uh, just be careful, I guess, out there, folks. She, her, she is wearing, like, it's just these pictures of her that they've posted are very nostalgic to me because I was, like, a little, like, hair falls goth girl when yeah. I was 14. And Real she Abra Levine. More like Marilyn Manson hot topic. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like she's a goth girl with like the fake synthetic dreads, like in the castle, that sort of thing with like yeah. the heavy eyeliner. And like sh- these pictures are just, they look like something I would have emulated when I was 14. But that's all you would have emulated, just so we're very clear. I think that if I had known what she was up to, it, bef- it may have been. Um, I may have ended up differently. That may have like rerouted my identity as a teen. You're like, nah, can't be this. Nope, it's not that. <laughs> can't be this. Can't be this. Yeah, no, she's giving me real like, uh, yeah, she's got some spooky vibes going. So, um, you know, I want to be clear about something. I'm not yucking anyone's yum. If you want to get off on a roller coaster. Uh, and not leave anything, any sanitary problems uh, behind, uh, and you're not going behind the scenes, knock yourself out. Wouldn't that be lovely if we could all just, you know, right there on the roller coaster? That would be lovely if that was just how everyone felt. But, you know, life's not like that. But if you can do that, um, you know, more power to you. I mean, just drink a lot of water, I guess. I don't know. And don't do it around other people. Just make sure you're with like a friend or something that knows what's up. Cause yeah, I, I mean, just, a scream's a scream. Janine is what I'm saying. Like, you're not going to tell the difference. I just want to say there's a Twitter user who responded to this. Their handle is Epthought underscore. And it's just a photo of her making an absolutely terrified face <laughs> in response to that with no comment. And it's, it's just, she nailed it. She, she nailed her. That's what that, that's, that's all that it needs. <laughs> just that, an absolute horror. Yeah. 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 Uh, but don't worry, we're going to move on from this. Uh, cause we got guests, more guests. I, I should have put this. If it wasn't sexy, it would have been under beware our guest. Okay, our first story is the sexy. police respond. <laughs> I don't know about sexy. It's just it's it's certainly not sexual. It's sexual. It's sexy to her. I mean, she steel coaster, you know. But stay away from the beast. Wooden coasters not not a good idea. Not a good <laughs> idea. That is bring some tweezers. That'll be a problem. All right, police respond after a woman says she's knocked down by another guest in the Cosmic Rewind queue. So according to this person, uh, a woman named Tiffany claimed an elderly man pushed past her, knocking her down in the line for the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind coaster. She fell and twisted her ankle, according to the Orange County Sheriff's report uh, that was released this week. Tiffany declined medical treatment, but insisted on pressing criminal tra- You know how you twist your ankle and you don't ask for medical treatment? I don't know how that works. Mm. Yeah, sus. Mm-hmm. Um. So this guy, uh, he's 5'5", which, by the way, is my height uh, and weighs 130 pounds, which is not my weight. But that's a that's a tiny dude. That's a yeah. that's a tiny dude. That man is 
basically my size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 65. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says uh, that he's from Northern Ireland, by the way, which I didn't know. Michael from Northern Ireland. Uh, oh, I just want to ride this cosmic rewind. Just sit down on this rewind. I like saying rewind in an Irish accent. Oh, I can't only do an Irish accent if I start with, oh, <laughs> oh, don't you know it's a cosmic rewind. Uh, Tiffany's version of the event says, she says, she's 37, by the way. She's from Tennessee. And she told authorities she was approached by a woman and a child asking to pass them in line to meet up with their husband. Um, Tiffany suggested that she ask her husband to stop and wait for them to catch up, which Tiffany, I don't know where you've been. That's not how this works. That's not how that goes. I'm not saying you're wrong, Tiff, but you're never going to win this fight. Like, this is not going to be the way it's going to be. Um, it's possible that the, the lady was taking her, you know, uh, what was it? A A child kid. I don't know. We don't know. I would assume. I think that's what they said in the, Oh, is it later on in the story? Yeah. Um, my guess is it's a restroom break because that's a long queue and there's no restroom in it. Um, and they let you leave if you tell them and you can go back. So, um, my guess is that's what happened. So it sounds like. She heard a man ask her, so you're not going to let us pass? <clears throat> I should say. Oh, sorry, I'm losing my voice. <clears throat> oh, you're not going to let us pass. How dare you not let us pass? Uh, and then Tiffany, I'm getting a look from Janine that says maybe I'm getting a little serious a little <laughs> here. A little too lucky charms, possibly. Uh, no offense to the Irish. Um, before Tiffany could respond, the white male pushed her out of the way, is what she says. In her report. In her report. And then I guess she fell to the ground and twisted her ankle. Uh Uh-huh. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Michael says uh, that he walked past Tiffany in line. He claimed that Tiffany thought he was cutting in line and refused to let him pass. Michael explained to her that he was passing back through the line because he took his grandson to the bathroom and he walked around Tiffany. Uh, uh, Apparently, he thought maybe his backpack touched her. But that's about it. Um, Michael said he wasn't walking fast enough through the line to cause anyone to come off balance or fall. I can't fathom a 130. Was it? Yeah. The 65 year old five foot five, 130 pound man somehow barreling, uh, knocking down a woman in a, here's the other thing. This is and the last line of this article. It says Michael's day at Epcot ended after that event as he and his party decided to leave. Tiffany and her family, Tiffany with her twisted ankle, remained at the theme park. Yeah. How does that work? How does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's Tiffany a shame. is out here terrorizing tourists. It's yeah. not right. Yeah. From Tennessee. Tiffany from Tennessee, you're, you're, you're making it bad for people. You're going to make the Irish hate us. Don't do this. That's just they don't- sad. They don't already hate us because of my. Like it's not easy to come visit the United States. No. Yeah. No it's, good. It's an ordeal, and mm-hmm. I've been trying to convince my family in Norway to come. But uh, but the yeah, but it's but, hard. The, the, so, but the government, and, yeah. they go to the gate, and the government says you shall not pass. Yeah, like you apparently, turn around. Have, like, turn around. They said, I'm sorry, I'm doing a maelstrom reference. I'm so sorry, Janine. Oh, geez. I am really tired. <laughs> um, 
I also just opened a tab a moment ago that started making really loud noise at me. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing well. Um, (laughs) Let's move on to another great story. This one, this one will chuckle. You'll get a good chuckle. You'll laugh. You'll love it. Service dog named Miko is kicked by a guest in Space Mountain. Uh, Oh, did I say laugh? I meant you'd be upset. Uh, According to this report, um, somebody kicked a service dog, basically. Uh, the incident happened on the 28th of July. Uh, two 19-year-old women waiting were in line for Space Mountain with their service dogs. Uh, and a stranger behind them, I guess, stepped on one of the dogs' tails. And the woman asked for some space. Um, and when the line, she says when the line moved forward, she took a few steps forward. And when the male moved forward as well, he stepped on and kicked the service dog. Uh, the dog was fine. Um, he's a medical alert animal who... those animals of course warn if a woman's about to pass out um or has heart issues um that can be what they're for um and uh yeah i guess the the woman reported the incident about an hour later and by that point the guy's like off into the it'd be near impossible to find him so um but then again she's like i don't know if he meant to do it it just sort of happened uh and And then the sheriff's office was like it's a like it's the space mountain queue if you've never been in the space mountain queue it is dark you're frequently at like a pitch um yeah it's, it's cramped horrible. yeah it's, it's a terrible a queue. queue it's a terrible queue i love um, the, the star tunnel don't get me wrong i love that stuff but the farther you get in there why it's pitch black in there it's yeah. really crazy i've and walked I, into like the one part where like you can kind of cross between the two sides yep for some reason i've walked into that divider oh for sure yeah and i think and i get what they're trying to do what they're trying to do is get your eyes adjusted before you get on the ride yeah um that way it needs uh, to be more gradual yeah yeah for sure or maybe figure out a better way to make this happen because it's really 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 dark um and you're you're bound to have these things happen when it's that dark i remember when they were trying to do uh you know six feet spacing uh, for COVID with Space Mountain, it was like near, it was like near impossible. Hilarious. <laughs> um, it's just it's not a good cue for that. So I don't, I I'm not really landing on any side for this. Um, per se, it'd be if you're gonna step on somebody, anything, this would be the cue that you could do it and not mean to for sure. Um, so but you know, just be careful. Look out for service dogs. They're doing a job. They're good. Um, but we have some updates and another big incident, but these, of course, they're not beware, I guess, because we are getting the courts involved. Put them together. And what have you got? Bippity-boppity. Yes, it's bippity-boppity Sue right here with two things. We have one that's just an update real quick. Um, remember that woman who said that she got stuck in the monorail doors, uh, while boarding? And she said nobody would help her, and she was, like, freaking out about it and was suing. Uh, Disney has officially come forward and said, yeah, that's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, no, didn't happen. Didn't happen. Um, which There has to be CCTV. A hundred percent. There's no way there's not. Like, it's the monorail. Yeah. It's not some weird corner. Like, it's the monorail. She's got nothing to stand on. Um so I thought that was interesting. But let's go to the other one that is uh, that a woman is – 
suing Walt Disney World for $50,000 due to injuries sustained, she says, on Peter Pan's flight. Now, I think we all uh, we all should be able to uh, collect some money in um, – what is it called when a bunch of people get together? What's that thing? Um you know, it's like a class action. Yeah, class action. I think we all deserve a class action for having to spend uh, an hour in line and then writing Peter Pan. That's thirty seconds long. Mm-hmm. Um, we all deserve money back for that. Uh, yeah, Peter Pan's. It used to be my favorite, right? I guess as a kid, my my mom says, Aww. but uh, it's not fun anymore. It's boring and short, short as hell. Um, but she says that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the ride stomped. Um, and when the ride operator announced it would be starting back up, the ride jerked and slammed the plaintiff's head into the ride carriage. And now they have whiplash, uh, and it was a malfunction and they deserve $50,000. Um, they are represented by Morgan and Morgan. Uh, like the, the classic, uh, this is a Florida Morgan uh, poster. Well, yeah, they're well. They're all over the place, but yeah, Morgan true. and Morgan is the type of law firm that will take every single case. Yeah, every single case, and they yeah. will just write it out. And yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, money by like by bulk, really. Like yeah. they just as many cases they can make. Uh, that's the way they'll they'll do it. Um, they the Disney had no report of anyone seriously injured on that date. Uh, the theme parks are uh, f- supposed to publicly acknowledge any incidents. Um, there have been, according to WWNT.com, there's been eight people that have been injured on the ride since 2006, but most of them are, of course, like the – some of them just die because they have preexisting conditions. It has nothing to do with the ride. Uh, a couple of them have been injured because of the sort of belt area, like getting on the ride, which can be a little tricky. Well, I don't think anyone died on this. Let's just, none uh, of these not, are... not from, people have had chest pain and seizures and stuff Yeah, uh, on the ride. Like they might have died later, but not on yeah. the ride. Yeah. Not on the ride. It just starts there. Um, yeah. But it's generally not connected in, in some sort of way. Uh, I smell a I smell a rat on this one, but uh, that's just me. Jean? Yeah, I'm really curious. I noticed that this plaintiff and the monorail plaintiff are both suing for fifty thousand dollars. That's an <laughs> interesting number. I wonder if there's some legal explanation for that. If we have any like civil litigation, like mm. general liability attorneys, and I know some, I could ask, but um. I'm curious if there's a reason for that. Like, is there a lower bar? Is there like some threshold that's in that, that they'll need more something. Yeah. Like, is yeah, 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 exactly. I'm going to ask my friend who does general liability. I'm really curious about that. As am I. That sounds great. I'm here. I'm, I'm good to hear that. Um, well, let's finish up our segments. We have a mailbag of course, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I didn't even write the Studer computer this, this, but the, well, I didn't have Studer write it. So I was about to say, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I don't write it, but I usually ask a Studer to do it, uh, which yeah. I forgot. Um, but, uh, let's see here. We have one more good piece of news before we hit the mailbag. And that is for the heroes of the park. You know, I think this is the first time we've had a segment for each of our segments. Like, this is the, I don't think we've ever had That's this happen. True. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty rare. But this one's good. It's really short. Uh, today of our recording is the 21st of September, which as you remember, um, of course, from the, the classic uh, song September. And we wanted this last year and it didn't happen. But Cosmic Rewind, it's been, it's been official. The Cosmic Rewind has been playing September as the song all day on the 21st of September. I wish that I could have gone because I got September the first time I rode Cosmic Rewind and I weeped. Yeah. And I have not gotten it since then. Oh, it's, it's my second favorite. Disco Inferno is my favorite, but September is still, I've never gotten Disco Inferno. I'm (sighs) dying to get it. I keep getting fucking Iran and everybody wants to rule the world. And I suck. Those are the worst. Them. Yeah. Super boring. Super boring. Uh, nothing beats the bump, 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 bump of Disco Inferno as it kicks in. But September is really close to the second there. Um, and I love it. The September 21st should be Cosmic Rewind Day. Epcot, you should have yep. – you honestly should have made merch. Like, Yeah, 100%. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Disney, Disney's marketing needs new life, I think. Yeah. Um, they seem to not know – what people want (laughs) yeah it's real weird how do you not know i mean and let's see here i don't know i don't think earth wind and fire are still together right because uh let's see here no there's there's still members they are they are still together they should be playing at the american theater for eat to the beat right now oh that would be fun yeah i wonder if that's outside of disney's budget Oh, probably. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, just don't play the, just don't, you know, get the plain white tees to come and save that money and, you know, (laughs) we'll be okay. Um, So anyway, good job, Disney. You did something good. This shout out, of course, is Heroes of the Park because I'm sure it's somebody, somebody finally said, hey, wait a minute. And we appreciate that person. You person out there, you deserve some respect. Um, But as we finish up this episode, let's go to the mailbag real quick. So mail someone a letter, even just a card will do. You know it's nice when the postman has a letter in his sack for you. Janine, could you do me a favor and read this wonderful mailbag from Jozer? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, Jozer wrote in, howdy royal ratties. Some will be thinking of Ahsoka... As the next season of Rebels, which I'm okay with, having become a fan of Rebels myself, as Bry, my brother, mentioned, of the core (laughs) Star Wars animated series, Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, for me, Rebels is the strongest of the three with grabbing attention of the viewers. It takes place about five years before Rogue One and A New Hope in the Star Wars timeline with characters new to everyone aside from a scant few. The new Ahsoka does feel like it's doing a slow burn and has done a thing or two to catch me off guard. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what further develops. Well, there you go. It's good to hear from you, Jozer. I would have to say, as someone who's watched the show recently, it has definitely gotten better. I think they, I don't want to ruin any spoilers or anything, but it's sort of finally taken off uh, for a while there. It was pretty slow um, as we've talked about before. Um, but yeah, I think it's finally kind of hitting its stride and, uh, you know, I, I also hope for the best, uh, for the rest of it. So we'll see what happens, uh, with that ride and, and, uh, or that ride, that show. <laughs> feels like it's right. We talk a lot about rides. Um, 
but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, you know what? I just talked to a studer. He was able to create a little something for us. So we we do. We have ourselves an Astuder Computer Haikuder of the Week. That's why I'm a router for me computer. Everybody needs a friend. <laughs> oh, Astuder Computer, thank you so much for popping in here and taking care of this here at the end. It's been a little bit of a wild... It's kind of been a weird episode, hasn't it, It's Janine? a little odd. Yeah, it's, it's like a... a little bit. It's like a morning zoo. It's just you and me. It's... I uh, I don't know. What's our morning zoo names? It's... uh. The professor I, and uh, I don't know what's yours. Oh, bugs! Your bugs. Yeah, bugs. Yeah, professor. But I don't know. Yeah, professor and bugs in the morning. That's, there we go. Yeah, okay, you, you got it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what a morning zoo is, Mister. I do radio, so. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Morning <laughs> zoo is those wild shows that happen in the mornings. I've gotten so the context now, yeah, but when yeah. you said it before, I was like, I. Yeah, they call them morning zoos. I think it's because it's about. supposed to wake you up and like, yeah, yeah. It's, the professor it's, it's in both. Yeah, yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. so uh, a studer here. Uh, could you write me a little haiku poem about some of the news? How about the Peter Pan story? Let's let's have you write a little something about the Peter Pan story. Disney's magic world, lawsuits whispers in the breeze, injuries concealed. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, nice. What a what a what a way to end. Um, thank you, Astuder. Oh, Astuder. Thank you, Astuder. Yes, it's good to hear from you. It's always always good to have you around, Astuder. Um, <laughs> oh, what a what a night. Okay, yeah, so truly. with with that. Um, uh, I've lost my, I, <laughs> I closed the agenda too. I lost everything. Oh no. Just everything went away. Uh, but it's okay. We're going to get it all back here, uh, here at the end, uh, with the professor and bugs in the morning. Okay. So, Hey, you out there, you don't forget, this is a quality show and you should definitely give us a rating, uh, and review it. Well, actually, why don't you not don't rate this episode, uh, except for Jess's stuff. That was good. Um, the, the rest of it is just it was it's fine. just us yeah, it's scraping just us. our way to an episode yeah 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 sometimes everyone is sick or cancels or uh just doesn't show up doesn't show up sarah <laughs> so you know what i hope you don't mind us saying I hope that she's okay uh, that, yeah that's, that's yeah the... god i hope so yeah. remember how i said at the beginning that someone probably died yeah you that's oh, on you oh spooky that's on you spooky well uh yeah let's whew. yeah i don't like that don't like that no sarah's fine she just took a nap yeah a dirt nap rack oh, is produced by God. nathan hartman please subscribe tell your friends leave questions and buy merch and all sorts of stuff at bit.ly forward slash rack and uh now grab your belongings and exit to the left Stop this foolishness! What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>